Jaffa the Productions presents In Conclusion We Digress, the best hour of your life you'll never get back. Hello and welcome back to this episode of In Conclusion We Digress. Hope everyone is doing well. We are very excited to have a very special episode again for you guys today. We have our friend Macklin from TikTok fame joining us today for a brief interview about his experience with TikTok and his rise to TikTok stardom. So before we get into that interview, we're going to have to introduce the guys as always. So starting with Carl coming to us from Hoboken. Carl, what's up, man? Hey, what's going on, everyone? I'm um, looking forward to tonight's episode, getting to know Macklin a little more. And uh, yeah, hope you guys enjoy. Yeah, good stuff. We also have the boys from the Upper East Side. We have Kyle, Pat, and Mike. So Kyle, we'll start with you. How's it going, man? Not too bad. No complaints, honestly. Happy to have my, uh, my friend Macklin on uh, and have yet another gay on the podcast. So good to uh, not feel so outnumbered. So we'll get into obviously how you guys know each other and how we kind of came to this day in a minute with you. But obviously, I'd say hello to Pat and Mike as well. So what's up, guys? Dan. <laughs> how are you? It was such a Long Island way to say Dan. Hey, Dan. Hey, Daniel. <laughs> oh, God. Well, hello, Patrick. I'm doing, I'm doing Mike, right. Do you have a pulse? Are you alive? Oh, no. No, I'm here. I wanted to let uh, Pat do his spiel since we are currently face-to-face, eye-to-eye. Tip-to-tip. Just, yeah, we just that touched. That sounds far too we, sexual for me. We just touched. <laughs> so I wanted to make sure there was no uh, yeah, feedback can, on that. Can't can confirm we just touched. You. Big you. Well, on uh, that disturbing note, we'll pass things off to, to Tom. So, Tom, what's going on, man? Howdy, fellers. Glad to hear everyone's doing well. So, as we said, we have Macklin from TikTok fame on the show today. So, Kyle, it'd be great before we get into the interview to hear how you kind of met Macklin and who Macklin even is before we get started. So, um, like a lot of gays, uh, we did, in fact, meet on a dating app. Uh, Macklin and I became friends after meeting on Tinder a couple of months ago and just kind of kept in touch, uh, you know, back and forward bullshitting with each other and yada, yada, yada. And then I discovered Macklin's TikTok profile after one of his TikToks really blew up and a friend of mine sent it to me. And I was like, wait, I know this kid. So yeah, Macklin has blown up quite a bit on TikTok, does a little bit of commentary, does a little bit of just reading celebrities for filth, which is my favorite thing in the world. And generally it's very sort of off the cuff, um, straight up humor and it really has me laughing pretty hard most of the time. So very excited to get into it. And I don't know. Let's, let's take it from here. Yeah. Yeah. I really thought it was going to be a Macklemore, but I guess I should read the inner office memos more. We're sure it's not an abbreviation for Macklemore. We're sure of that. Yes, we are. Can confirm. I was going to say that Kyle's the only one on the interview with the hair flip. Yeah, you're right. On that note, let's jump in. We'll start our interview with Macklin. Looking forward to hearing his perspective on all things TikTok and celebrities, as that's kind of his niche when it comes to uh, his TikTok videos. So we'll jump in and, and talk about that and see you guys at the end. Isn't it niche? Did I say niche? Damn it. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's either. It's either or. One is, who knows? Interchangeable. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Very excited to have our new friend Macklin join us today. He is a famous TikToker and Instagrammer, has some great videos that we're going to do and talk about, and uh, really excited to have him on the podcast. So Macklin, hello and welcome. 
Hi, happy to be here. I am a um, super ultra mega famous TikTok star. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, we love that. And uh, in true gay fashion, Macklin and I did meet on a dating app and mm -hmm. did later become friends, which to the rest of you, that's how we all know each other. <laughs> Just so everyone's clear, the that's network. how we all know each other. It is a network. It is very similar to the Illuminati, as is suggested. Um, by certain people that I know. Well, so how I wanted to kick this off was just because I know that a lot of us are sort of not big TikTok people. I feel like we should start with Macklin talking a little bit about TikTok and sort of how he gained his following. I'm like very curious about how this, the mechanics of how this happened because I just kind of watched from afar. Okay, so I started like everyone else. I was like, what is this TikTok application in my quarantine to pass time? And I downloaded it and I'm like scrolling through and I'm like, okay, it's like kind of funny. And then it got really funny. And then I got in too deep, like way, way too deep. And I started making videos. And at first I made like four videos. I got like 20 views and it was just like sending like funny things back and forth to my friends. And then I made this video talking about Nicole Kidman and Keith Urban, which was an inside joke from when I was in college with my roommate, we both talked about like how, oh my God, like she's a vampire, like all this funny stuff. <laughs> and I just like consolidated all of our collective thoughts on Nicole Kidman and Keith Urban, made the video, and within an hour it had like 8,000 likes and I realized that I had done what? something horrible, but also very fascinating. <laughs> and ever since then, I've continued doing it. And that is how I gained my TikTok following. I love that it was just like one hour later, you were like, oh shit, maybe I'm mm -hmm. gonna be good at this. How did, yeah. how did you know that it was, it was too far. That's, that's, you know, <laughs> <laughs> um, well, it, it like quickly de-escalated into some form of like rapid obsession with every 15 minutes. I was like scrolling through TikTok, closing it 15 minutes, scrolling through TikTok. It's addicting. Cause um, it doesn't stop either. For those of you that might not know, it just keeps showing the next, one? next fucking thing you until you die. Like yeah. <clears throat> content shoved down your throat. But yeah. it's good content, so <laughs> it's not really, it's not the worst thing in the entire world. <clears throat> and I, so it was, okay, but back to Nicole Kidman being a vampire, if I may, for a second. <laughs> because we do like a conspiracy theory, and I have heard that before, and I'm going to be honest with you, uh, I'm here for it. I don't know about everybody else. Uh, I'm pretty but... sure in that new bombshell, bombshell movie, she was uh, standing in front of a mirror, and I didn't see any reflection whatsoever. Oh, there we go. That's what we like to call hard evidence. Yeah. So the Nicole Kidman video really blew up. <clears throat> And then you just kind of kept being like, okay, I could, I can do this sort of celebrity commentary and like keep going from there. I'm like curious as to how you, you chose to be like, oh, I'm just going to like, this is my shtick. I mean, obviously you're very good at it. But. <laughs> so a lot of people commented on the original video. It's just saying like, please keep doing this. It's the only thing getting me through my quarantine. I love that. It's so funny. And I was like feeding off the validation. So I was like, let me see if I can recreate it. And I've mm -hmm. had various degrees of success. Nicole Kidman was my first like big video and that has like over a million views and stuff but I've done Kim and Kanye as well and that is my most successful video. I like that one a lot. <laughs> that one has like a lot of likes on it and a lot of angry people in the comments which you know I think is a win in my book. It's the Kardashians yeah if you piss <laughs> off those people you are absolutely winning. Yeah. Do you even like respond to the the hateful ones or is it kind of more you just like read through it and like oh kind of yeah. Laugh? I love responding to the hate comments because I'm being so sarcastic and so like out of pocket in the videos that if you're taking it seriously, I think that there might be something a little bit wrong like going on. So I feel <laughs> like it has to be addressed. 
I get the most inane comments on my videos. I just have to make like a funny video responding to it. I'm like, Those are like my, some of my favorite content where you just like tear people apart for their stupid <laughs> comments. I'm like, you know, you're on TikTok and you're trying to take things seriously, you're in the wrong place to begin with. So. I would have to agree on any social media platform. If you're taking it to heart, it's just not the space for that. Maybe except <laughs> LinkedIn, right, Tom? LinkedIn. Thanks yeah, for the endorsement, by the way. I feel like, even like, <laughs> even like Facebook, you get into like political discourse. TikTok is just not the place for that, I don't think. No, it's no. Not. It's a place for like, nonsense. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. we love it for that. We're like really weird videos of someone opening a clementine, taking the slices out, and then putting a banana slices back into the clementine and then sewing the clementine up. <clears throat> Too specific of a reference, I'm sorry. But I saw that last night and it disturbed me on a very, very deep level. Going off the hateful comments questions, so is there one in particular that kind of stands out as you as the one that's like either the most funny that you've gotten or just like the most, I don't know, just the most memorable one you've gotten? I'm curious if there's like one that stands out in your mind. Um, I get a lot of comments on my hairline. Obviously, this is a podcast, so people listening will be able to Podcasts see are a visual medium, though, as we all know. Okay, so they'll <laughs> I'm 23 and balding. I'm aware of the fact that I'm balding. It doesn't bother me, but I just get, like, endless streams of someone with your hairline shouldn't be talking about anything of this matter. Like, which I oh, my God. <laughs> it doesn't affect me. Oh, my God. What the fuck? That's, I love how they're like, there's one. I'm going to come for this one thing. Right. <sighs> fuck you. No, I think you know that you've won when somebody is not attacking what you've said. It, they're just going yeah, after you personally. Like, <laughs> on Hammond, yeah. yeah. Not, not the like, substance of the argument, just the, the context. <laughs> I do feel like that's definitely like the Kim Kanye uh, fan drag. Like they did that to Taylor Swift. We kind of got into that a little bit on a previous episode. But you're probably going to just have a bunch of trolls from your Kim Kanye shit just that are going to follow you forever on this. Yeah. <laughs> Can you, you think of a those? sadder existence than trolling someone perpetually? I'm going through and I, I think I might have said something, but did you do one of those like hairline drop videos? Because that's, I get my TikTok through like a different medium. Like you find it on Twitter or Snapchat or something or, like or that. From, so I've, or from Carl. Yeah, or from or Carl. From Carl. <laughs> None of you ever respond to me when I send you TikToks, but whatever. <laughs> one could say the silence is deafening, for friend. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> But yeah, I, I did do that. I just posted it today, actually. Um, I just had to like address the like conglomerate of comments talking about my hairline. So I just showed them like, yes, I am balding rapidly at 23 years old. It's fantastic. <laughs> well, I do have to say too, like another random thing. I, I was, when we posted you on the Instagram account, but at this point, I believe it was last week, like on the day of recording. And I had a friend text me maybe 25 minutes later and go, oh my God, you know him? I love him. <laughs> she lives in baltimore i was like what the fuck like i guess you really clearly you have <laughs> spread out following no on that repost too how does it feel that you went from being like an internet celebrity getting millions of likes to our crappy instagram page and getting like 250 <laughs> no, <I laughs> on a, a good day i have yeah. never received a million likes if people hear me saying that i'm famous they're gonna think that i'm like my head is too big for my or my ego is too big i am a very humble tiktok star um, <laughs> 200 homegrown likes, likes I've been on a few like Snapchat stories I was on Zara Larson's Instagram story which was cool that was like that was really cool like, <laughs> what's better for um, TikTok is it you want to go by views per video or likes per video and how, do you like how do you make money off TikTok because I have a TikTok 
unfortunately my sisters told me to make one so I did and now I'm trapped in the endless content mm -hmm. but like I, I still don't know like most like what it's really about so I guess that like any kind of social media like the likes would be the biggest indicator um I get a lot more views than I do likes which makes sense because even if I'm on TikTok and I see a video that I'm like oh my god that was funny I don't always like it it's not a big deal I don't really care um, but like, like my videos, you know. Shameless <laughs> <laughs> plug. Uh, I guess the views, I guess, are important. I think the more people that interact with your video, the more it shows up. There's like this whole like big TikTok algorithm situation that's going on. I haven't really figured out most of it. I just kind of like talk into the camera and hit post in a very reckless way that I should not be doing on the internet is forever. I don't know if you guys have probably heard that. So, um, <laughs> I was going to follow me for a long time, I think. <laughs> We were like, we're we're ancient, and we were huge like Vine people. Were you ever into the whole Vine movement? Because a lot of people have been saying like TikTok is like the new Vine for people with longer attention spans. So like, was that something you ever really did, or is this the whole video thing new content for you? I was a Vine user. I was on the app. I was not a Vine content producer. I don't think I ever made a Vine. I was just like watching from afar. Um, but I don't think it's the new Vine. Honestly, it's different. Like it's not really comparable. I think Vine is. A lot funnier. So um, what do you? So really quick, is there a cause Vine's all, it was famous because I think you're limited to what six six seconds was it? Yeah. Per like post. Fire. Is there any sort of limitation when it comes to TikTok, like in a uh, similar way? Yeah, it's like a minute long video. It's like the a minute post. And can you include like a link on your TikTok to like a full video? If like if you wanted to post uh, a video on Instagram, can I also get it to post on TikTok for like a sneak preview or? Um, I think people do that in like parts. They'll do like part one, part two, mm -hmm. part three. Yeah. Post like three consecutive videos. Uh, but I've never done that. I usually don't get too involved in the parts videos. I usually just watch like whatever's on my feed and then I never go to their page to continue to look for the others. Yeah, I always forget to check. <laughs> I was gonna yeah. say, I've seen like parts and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, you're on to the next one. I'm like, well, you know, it's too fucking late. And that's it. And sometimes it's like part two and you're like, what the fuck, what came before this and what could possibly happen? So when you get on the TikTok app, so there's no, like, you, you can't go to like someone's profile and watch your videos. It's literally like you click on a video and then you just get like a bunch of random ones after the fact, or like, how does that work? So you can go to their profile. Yeah, there's like two tabs on TikTok. There's like the for you page, which is what TikTok's known for, which is literally just an endless stream of videos that TikTok's algorithm has decided that you might be interested in. And then there's your, your like following page. So that unlike Instagram where you have like your followers page is like your main page where you scroll through and see everyone you know is content. Right. And you have the explore page on Instagram where you can see like different <laughs> things you might be interested in. TikTok's kind of reverse where the for you page is like the bigger deal rather than the people you follow. One thing I can't stand about TikTok is everyone like, I don't know if you have to have a song playing in during your video, if that's a requirement or not, but everyone always uses like the same handful of songs. And when they come up on Spotify, I just have to skip them now. I've seen Blinded a lot. Uh, Blinded Light by, oh, Blinded Blinded Light by the weekend. I don't know. There's, don't know. well, cause there's a dance to it. Anything that there's a dance yeah. to, like there are one or two songs that were really popular, like in the beginning of TikTok that I do like genuinely, genuinely like that are not super popular that were just dances. And I think the only reason I can still listen to them, to Carl's point, is like, I didn't scroll through 400,000 TikTok videos of people dancing to them the whole time and like just ruin that song. 
who came up with these dances? Like, who's the OG creator of like a TikTok dance? Someone is not getting credit for their work. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> yeah, because a lot of them like, are like similar. I feel like yeah. it's a compilation yeah. of a lot of like mini dance of mini dance. It's just like, like a couple like, moves and people do like, it oh, and they're like, oh, a that's couple cool. couple dabs and like an Irish step dance or whatever the heck. <laughs> <that is>. Yeah, <laughs> like hybridized with so, yeah, exactly river dance with uh, river dance with Michael Flatley. It's, it's like that Whip and Nene song where they just like kept saying different relevant dance trends and moved forward from there. I think that like the that was kind of how a member of this podcast sold TikTok to us in the past. Most of us are pretty old and he kind of he just sold it as you know there's a lot of people doing dances and sometimes they're hot girls which I guess resonated with us but it wasn't necessarily a, a pull the trigger on TikTok yet. For all the listeners curious, if you couldn't tell that wasn't me. I, I'm curious if uh, I'm curious if you could like sell us on TikTok because you do something very different than what I you know at least the mainstream hype of TikTok was in the beginning like the dances that's what we saw a lot of like can you sell us on more of your brand because your brand of comedy even from the videos that I've seen and I'm currently looking at I don't have my sound on but you've been talking on my side screen so I have your TikTok up <laughs> for like 25 minutes now so can, <laughs> tell me this pen. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna pitch TikTok to like a potential TikTok user. I'm gonna tell you that if you use TikTok for a day and you scroll through the videos that you don't like, just don't watch them. Just skip it. If it's some little girl dancing, just skip it if you don't want to see that. It'll start like it's kind of creepy. It'll start like knowing what you're interested in and it will give you that content over and over again. My personal brand, I guess, is being rude to celebrity couples. Um so uh, like that's it's... something that you're interested in. I can show up on your for you page. It's a lot of celebrity dragging, and I, I'm just so here for so, it. So we sort of kind of put Taylor Swift in a body bag in one of our previous episodes. <laughs> multiple episodes, a multiple episodes. One, yeah. one which is yet to have come out yet. Um, yeah, which was really brave of you guys because Taylor Swift fans are insane. Yo, yeah, they're bad. Shit. You. Well, what yeah, are your will. thoughts on her? What, what do you What do you think of just? Taylor Swift overall. I'm curious. You know, I'm not personally like a huge like Swifty. Like I'm not really a Taylor Swift fan. I don't listen to her music, but she seems to be doing her own thing. I heard this rumor that she was like getting carried in and out of her apartment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really into. Like I want that to be my future. And I okay. So we talked about this on the conspiracy well, theory. Episode. Well, but by the time this airs. Uh, that should be out. Heard that? Yeah. No, the no. listeners will know, or the readers, as some say, will know. But yeah, so we we did talk about it. There is a lot of evidence. There is a splendid BuzzFeed article that mm-hmm. everyone should look at. I will plug that one again, yeah. <laughs> including a very bad drawing of a box with no, a stick figure. It's, it's to scale. It's definitely to scale. <laughs> um, but it is. I will say. I don't know if you've seen the box, Macklin. It is the largest suitcase in the history of humankind. It's huge. And, and I there is. What else could be in there? What could be Taylor in there? Swift? I mean, if it's if it's sound equipment, you can put it in small. Okay, I'm not getting into this again. <laughs> We're not, not doing this again. No, I want to uh, know if Macklin thinks she was in the box. Do yeah, you think she was in I the have box? a very vivid and clear image of Taylor Swift folding herself into this box and her security guards closing the lid and lifting it up. I know it's happened. <laughs> once every week. Comes out like, a, like a Velcro jumpsuit to uh, be able to help her fold in half better. <laughs> Scully, a straight jacket type thing, it just like folds her yeah. up like a robot. I feel like she well, did pretty well in the reach growing up, so I think. You have the adhesive part to the, what's the other part, just the fabric part, 
She's like forearms to legs. <laughs> yeah, she just folds herself and holds it there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do we think she has like a snorkel or do we think it's like an oxygen mask? Ooh. I think it's like straight Obi Wan underwater. Yeah, like I was gonna say across the mouth. It's a, Je- it's, a Jedi re- it's a Jedi rebreather. Kind no, of. he's really rich. Low key, very low key disguised mesh out of the bottom of the uh, the case. You can't really can't really see it. People might think it's like a trendy, cool suitcase with a speaker built in, but no. It's she chill. got like a little computer it's fan, blow, one blowing air out, one blowing air in. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Talk with a tiny little. Tiny little Dyson fan on the inside, you know, because only the best for T Swift. But those things are gonna run forever. Yeah. I mean, it, here's gonna be honest with you: if, if by some really weird stretch of the imagination, we ever become actually famous and meet Taylor Swift, we're gonna have so much explaining to do. No, I want to establish ourselves as an anti-Taylor Swift podcast, and that's why I, I think I'm anti most of her stuff. As I'm anti, I would say her as a person. I think her music. She has some songs that when I'm drunk, I'm still gonna dance to. Her earlier work is fantastic. I, I don't know. What I, you're well, I, I think that. "Shake It Off" is a bop. Not gonna lie, I really I do enjoy that. I song. would agree with that, but I would lean more towards her country stuff. I'd say that. Yeah. Like Mac when said, she was more like a sweet, like America's like sweetheart, and then she was yeah, like, like, I'm gonna be a pop star and guitar type stuff. Oh That's her earlier work. That, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. She sold out yeah, yeah. like a pop star. Yeah. Well, I mean, wouldn't you? For $125 million a year? As, as Mike said on an episode, I think any of us would probably drag our nuts across a mile of glass to have her net worth, so yes. Yeah, that's fair. Plans so, to drag Taylor Swift anytime soon, Macklin? Um, <laughs> no, I don't, because I'm really not kidding. I am scared of her fans. Yeah, you should be. That's fair. <laughs> How aggravated these people get. Uh, do you guys use Twitter? I also have a Twitter. I was seeing tweets of my address because I posted a video saying I didn't like Sarah Paulson. So you have to be really careful with these people. They're a little bit. Yeah, they're they are crazy. Sarah Paulson. You care about Sarah Paulson pain. that much? Yeah, she has, she's in a ton of movies now. I guess. Mm-hmm. She's a really active and angry fan base. Okay, so I'm like reading through some of the comments, and this is on the who is this? This is on the Joey King video, and I think I found my favorite. Leave your house, I'm begging you. Bro, just like, leave your house, I'm begging you. LFMAO. LMFAO. And your response is, girl, it's quarantine in all caps. <laughs> and that actually got significantly more likes than the initial comment. So I feel like you're winning there. Yeah, these, so these like pop fans are crazy as fuck, and you definitely need to be careful of them. Too logistical. Well, I don't know if we actually even said this at the beginning, Matt, but first of all, how long have you actually been on TikTok for? Um, I don't know. Let me check. I think it's been about a month and a half. Okay. That's quick fame. That's very fast, yeah. Wow. Efficiency, if I've ever heard of it. Um, so I joined TikTok on... So I joined TikTok a few months before I started posting, as I mentioned. Right. But my first video blew up on April, 14, April 13th. Wow. So, so like a month and a half. Yeah. <clears throat> and then... Damn. So with that, now that obviously your videos started to blow up, so what is kind of your... Like, do you like have like a schedule of when you are trying to like put videos up that you like have a following or is it just like whatever something's topical, it'll just like post something? Um, I was posting every day. I just stopped doing that because I'm honestly running out of ideas, uh, which is like not what you want when you are supposed to be like creating content for TikTok, but it is. Yeah. I think for things that I do with brands, I have a schedule that I post on. So they'll send me like a weekly schedule. Um, 
I just work with that one app. And then otherwise I just kind of post like at my own free will. I try and do one celebrity video a week just because people like them and that's why they follow me. Right. Um, but again, Stick there's to your roots. so many celebrity couples you can talk about. The issue I think too that I, I, I guess that I've been thinking about this is, you know, we're trying to get ideas for new episodes and whatnot. I mean, it's quarantine, like nothing is happening. Right. Everyone is inside. There's no tea. There's no drama. Like, you know, it kind of is what it is. So it's definitely going to pick up like once people can go outside and see each other and, and cheat on their spouses again, because it's Hollywood. So <laughs> I think, uh, I think the, I think professional cornholers and South Korean baseball would beg to differ. The two sports we have resorted to watching in lieu of watching actual sports. Yo, professional cornhole is intense. These guys, one of them's like ripping a jewel through his mask. <laughs> yeah, it baby. Was, that was so, it was the funniest thing I've ever seen. No, is it a Lysol oh drug? Well, I mean, <laughs> yes. depends on who you ask. No, if you need content ideas, I'm telling you, go on ESPN at like 11 o'clock at night on Saturday. Watch these guys. This dude is wearing Crocs and socks, baggy jean <laughs> yeah. shorts. Not He's even in sport a, mode. It was in it was in comfort mode. Yeah, it was in comfort mode. He's got a jersey like down to his like mid thigh. I think he's playing. I think his cornhole partner is like his eighty-year-old grandfather. He's <laughs> ripping his jewel through his mask and wearing Chad and Cornelius. Yeah. And he's the number one cornhole player in the country. <laughs> oh yeah, and they call it an airmail every time you get one in the hole, and they say airmail a lot. Just like me last weekend. That was like twice. Okay, easy there, killer. No, well, back to um, TikTok. So, Mac, is, is there one in particular that is, you know, besides the views and the likes, is there one in particular that's your favorite that you feel like is the funniest or, like, the most, you know, truth you speak in it? Like, um, I think the funniest video is definitely the first one, the Nicole Kidman and Keith Urban. I think it was the most authentic. For the most part, I am playing, like, a character when I do them. I'm not that, like, <laughs> aggressive in real life. <laughs> But um, I think that they're all, like, a little bit silly. I really like, I did one on Kermit and Miss Piggy that got, like, I have that on my phone. I was going to talk about how much I, I love it. That's my favorite, favorite one. one. It's so it's funny. Yeah, yeah we, will, we will definitely have uh, some more content up on the Instagram and on Twitter and everything as the episode drops. So it'll be there, everything we mentioned. Um, yeah, the Miss Piggy and Kermit one destroyed me. Can we, can we go through that one? What happened there? Okay, so I can, I mean, I can put the audio on because, you know. Kermit the Frog and Miss Piggy are honestly one of the worst celebrity couples I've ever seen in my entire life. Miss Piggy is a self-absorbed narcissist who only is with Kermit because he's the leader of the Muppets. Like, I'm 100% positive about that. Miss Piggy is also disgusting to look at, and I don't like her eyeshadow. Kermit, on the other hand, is not great either because he contemplates too much. Like, sometimes things just are Kermit. Let it go. You don't have to worry about everything so much. Like, please relax. I really can't. I do not like her eyeshadow. Honestly, though, her face is not beat. I mean, you got gross. You got to think this has come up during therapy between them. I mean, it must have. Considering, all things considered, also Kermit overanalyzing. Just yes. Every situation. Like, just shut up, you dumb frog. You don't have legs. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm happy that we agree that the Miss Piggy and Kermit one is great because it is spectacular. Yeah, that's my favorite one. It's just mean. It's just, like, so obscene. You know what it is? It's, like, so obscene and not real that it, like, to me, didn't get – people couldn't hate it. 
so like it didn't get a lot of views you know what i mean like you can't really hate because that's like it sort of is what it is it's the muppets like you can't really have a wrong take on the on something that isn't real i figured so your main brand like you said was a lot the celebrity couples thing and i don't want to overstep and and take away content nobody listens to us so feel free to use whatever we talk about here i know the big one and this really affects carl it's the recent uh coital relationship of megan fox and uh mgk oh can we please do some discussion about this do, wait you're even you are, know. girl where have you been not reading the daily wait, weren't they in something together is this how it started I, i'll let someone else explain but so I, i'm pretty sure that she's married right to somebody who isn't him Didn't they like, yeah well they just got divorced oh, okay yeah yeah and like now this this supermodel beautiful woman is cast your thumb cast your prime though I might yeah add. i mean definitely well mm, fair yeah, she fucked um, child so we're not she has low standards do we That's know her? though actually i think that was confirmed that was definitely confirmed yeah here's my issue machine gun kelly looks like a skeleton did heroin and somehow got skinnier so i'm just curious as to like what are your initial thoughts macklin i was like hearing this for the first time i love that you haven't heard of this yet um you know it is deeply upsetting to me to even picture that machine gun kelly is upsetting for multiple multiple reasons specifically because he thinks that he is famous and he is actually not he's nothing <laughs> hang on carl cover your ears <laughs> <laughs> i don't it's okay i'm i'm out of my machine gun kelly uh, support phase <laughs> <laughs> he has the weird hairstyle he has a he has a child i think i'm assuming he was on catfish he does oh he was, was on, on catfish. catfish i saw that and he got really angry about it for no reason well, because he thinks he's famous, so he's got to keep up this facade. That he knows Why would you go on catfish? Yeah, weird. But he was like thugging out in the street, right? Like yelling at someone. Yeah, he took his shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know a skinny white guy is really angry. <laughs> because they just take their shirt off. They're like, you want to go? Like, I could snap you with a strong breeze. Easy, killer. Yeah, you got to make that your new move. Every cool. time you get angry, just take your shirt off. Take you want to go? People, people will get really like off-put. Like, People, no, I mean, not really. My like, favorite. Oh, he's, not, he's not that skinny. When you really think about it, here's this. I actually, this is from a book I read this year from uh, Malcolm Gladwell. Talks about his father was was home in the shower, and he heard his his mother. His so Malcolm Gladwell's father and mother are home. Father showering. Here's the mother scream in the kitchen. Great execution. Dad runs in, buck naked very skinny tall english guy like you know 160 pounds soaking wet the guy's got a knife to his wife's throat and he says you get out of here now and the guy ran no one wants to fight anybody that's naked <laughs> probably Would you want to fight game. someone that got naked unless you have a weird no. fetish i mean yeah you're right <laughs> well then that's not fighting that's called sex was he, was he uncircumcised or something i don't know um, and I think that now that we've talked about celebrities, I think we have to bring this back to yet another person that we've talked about on this podcast at length. That would be Elon Musk and Grimes. So we all know that their baby name, they were basically told by the state of California, absolutely fucking not. And as of today, the baby has been renamed. It's the same name. It's X and then that AE thing and then A. And then 12, yet again. But the trick is he did Roman numerals, so apparently that's okay. So I think we should, I think we should discuss, I mean, what you said, I really hope that your parents' immense wealth makes up for the emotional trauma. 
<laughs> I can't agree more, but I like don't really know what else to say about it at this point. I just feel like it, we can't, like they didn't change the name. They just made it legal. I've yet to hear someone pronounce it. I think they're waiting for the baby to get to the point where it can say its own name and be like, whatever he wants to call it, they are just going to roll with that. Because even when they're explaining the name, they just break down what all the letters mean. They've never said it like first letter to last number. Um, which I don't understand. Like, how do you say it? I want to know. Uh, okay, this, I'm just waiting for like Elon to be out in public one day and then the kid runs away and he's like, Jeff, come here. And everyone's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Ozzy, I think we also agreed on this podcast that uh, we would refer to him as either John or, or Johnny Musk. So I, I think that's what we decided. Yeah, yeah we're going to give him a very generic white boy name because, yeah, you know. Musk. That sounds like such a uh, masculine cologne. Yeah, and we were or, saying it's like a porn name. Yeah, or a, a porn name. <laughs> yeah, it could absolutely be a porn name. He's going to grow up to have a fantastic mustache, that's for sure. Oh, no, but you know how like, you're a little kid and they like, teach you how to like write your address and your phone number? They're going to be like, all right, little... I think like you can pronounce it Kyle if you really fuck with the letters a little bit. Like, how do you do it? And he's just gonna be like, Meh. just like a little <laughs> shoulder shrug. Uh, I just think it's as ridiculous as this name is. The creativity of this guy, like he did get his numbers in the name one way or another. So I just well, that's have just to because he has very expensive lawyers. Yeah, kind of have to respect it. He got the twelve in there. He did. Yeah, but but we all know that he called his lawyers and was like, just make this legal, and then hung up the phone. <laughs> that was probably the extent of what he did. He could have spelled out. That Elon Musk is running a school. Can you imagine? Elon no. Musk like controlling your education. No. Insane. You'd be educated very well, but it would be in a lot of things that were in no way connected. <laughs> what grade like, does it start? I have no clue. I saw a video, of course, on TikTok breaking down like how you even get accepted into the school. Probably like, I can okay, picture Elon like robot professors school. like they do in like uh, what's an iRobot? Yeah. Okay, it's ages 8 to 13, living in the Los Angeles area. Yeah. <laughs> this article is amazing. Are you yep. also irritated by the idea of your kids wasting time in school learning things like human languages? Ah. But real-time computer-assisted <laughs> translation will probably be available in the near future. So they're going to call it the Ad Astra, school, Ad Astra Private Academy. And it started for the 1920 year. It's on the SpaceX campus in Hawthorne, California. Opened in 2014. After Musk had pulled five sons. He has five sons? What? Yeah, this is his sixth kid. Yeah, he has six mm -hmm. kids. Yeah. Why do I not know this? And the other all of the other names are pretty normal. This kid is going to be made fun of by all of his older siblings. These kids basically build character. They have to be on the pre-order wait list for Neuralink. That's basically what it comes down to. <laughs> yeah. So from eight years family. old to 13 years old is what do you have, like, Do they not have nap time and it's like micro dosing times? I was <laughs> just going to say that they're putting them on a fucking <laughs> micro dosing regimen the second they walk in. There's oh, okay. No grades. It's like I have more. Okay. The first, the first kid, which I, I won't speak ill of, died of SIDS, which is sudden infant death syndrome at 10, 10 weeks. Ooh. Then they had five sons, twins in 04, triplets in 06. They share custody. That's weird. Yeah, he engineered that. There's no way. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, IV. Yeah, he definitely was like, put wow. eight times as many kids in that pussy as yeah. usually do. Hormone therapy, man. That's the thing. Um, so, Kai, uh. Damien, Griffin, Xavier, and Saxon. And then XAEA12. Well, the, yeah. And the first, <laughs> the son that passed away was Nevada. Definitely a fan of the letter X. I'll say that. 
Yeah, he's got a lot of, I mean, none of them are normal names, but none of them are really that far out there. I just, I guess maybe he won't be made fun of because they're so much. No, man. It's a boy named Sue by uh, Johnny Cash. They're going to be outstanding individuals. Yeah, I really wish he had changed it to something a little bit crazier because then we could have spent like another half an hour dragging him. But I I guess another thing that I would say is, is there anyone on your mind right now that Um, you feel like needs to be dragged? I have a list going. (laughs) A draft. Um, Patrick Dempsey and his first wife, if you want to look that up, is very... uh, It's something. I don't know what it is. It's definitely something. Is that the guy from... uh... What's about like Grey's Anatomy? Grey's yeah. Anatomy. <clears throat> yeah. Who, who I, I was I wish it was like normal times because then people would be doing dumb shit and we could just drag them. I mean, there's a lot of celebrity couples that have broken up that I could do. Um, you know, I just so what my process, I guess I can explain that my process. I mean, yeah, I like that. I'm actually doing something, I'm really not. I get the <laughs> thought stuck in my head about something and I just let it marinate up there and bounce off all the walls in my brain. And it starts to like develop and grow like spider legs, and I just turn the camera on and start talking. Um, Most of my videos are one shot, like it's just one and done and I post it. Some of them I'll like pause, think of something else and start going again. But that's kind of how I do it. So I have to get something stuck in there first before I can- I like that it's like very just go though. I think that's, I think people enjoy it. I think it's like, when is it gonna end? And you don't really know because I don't either. So it's just word vomit out of my mouth. It doesn't seem like um, manufactured either. Thank you. Uh, what about Khloe Kardashian's new face? I know that that's been pretty popular. I, I saw yeah. something like that. I a lot remember... of people requested it. Yeah, well, she like, I didn't pay attention to this whole thing and then all of a sudden looked at a picture of her the other day and she looks like a completely different person. Yeah. It's insane. I think we have to say, we have to let Macklin say that for TikTok because I feel like that's going to be good. Yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. Yeah, wasn't she, didn't she like suddenly get attractive? <laughs> She took her friend's face. If you look up, her friend's name is Malika. If you look at her face next to Chloe's face, it's like copy and paste. It's really creepy, actually. Yeah, it's very, it's very like, how many millions of dollars did you spend on that surgery? (laughs) Type of moment. No, if you go online, you can search like the last 15 years of her face and they do like a year by year breakdown. That's amazing. She is, no, she, every like five years, she's like a completely different looking person. And it goes from like the old, fat one to like the oh she lost all that weight and everyone's like oh she actually looks really good like good for her like power to her and now she's got this like brat style look that she's currently rocking yeah. right now good way to describe I, it. I saw somebody say that it was like i hope that she doesn't use the face id scan on her uh, on her iphone <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely not gonna figure out who she was i can nearly promise that yeah that was a little concerning that you can just be like yeah i'm rich enough like fuck it brand new face yeah i will say that i kind of want to branch away from um some of the female celebrities i've done because it's almost like low-hanging fruit like the daily mail does most of the work for me i pretty much just go through that (laughs) there's a lot of male celebrities who are doing the most and they're getting away with it so i will be addressing some male celebrities i'm so excited for that So, so next in the Macklin collection, we'll be dragging male celebrities. Which is I feel like Kanye's always a good target. I had it too good for too long. No, the Kanye, the Kanye um, Kim video is definitely numbered behind, right behind Kermit and Piggy for me. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that was honestly more I could say about Kanye. I could talk about him for an hour and a half, but 
Well, could you give a brief synopsis about the Kim and Kanye stuff? Because I actually didn't get to see that video. So what, what is your beef with the two of them? I mean, there's so much, obviously, but... So it's just like they're... So I start the video by saying that their relationship is nothing more than a Yeezy advertisement, which is, I firmly believe to be true. And yeah. how both of them have completely evolved from like who they were. They, Kim and Kanye had fun personalities. Like if you watch early seasons of Keeping Up With The Kardashian and Kanye's old music's fantastic, but they're just so far gone at this point. Like it's not even the same people, kind of like Chloe's face. Um, <laughs> yes, correct. Um, yeah, I kind of just talk about how that's going on and how it's a little bit creepy that Kanye is as controlling of Kim as he is. And now he's like, I'm a godly man. And yeah, have you listened to your fucking cold music, egg. buddy? Yeah. Well, he thinks he's a god amongst men. Yeah. Allegations that he was a <laughs> cult, which people did not find funny. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is believable. You see how, like, his last album. Basis. It's it's hundred percent believable. Yeah. I mean, that's like a culty fandom. I think getting into that, like the the whole Kardashian thing, like that is very much like you are ingratiated into it, and like you are somehow a fan of all of them, and like you have opinions on these people that I just like don't know are relevant. Like, what's the other one? The fat one who married Black China, Rob. Bob. Rob has a famous sock line, so that's his claim to fame. <laughs> no, Mac, I'm curious, actually, um, going back to the Kardashians and then um, obviously Elon Musk's kid, one of the topics we covered on one of our previous episodes was just the worst celebrity baby names of all time. So I'm curious to hear your thoughts on that. Like, if you think there's one in particular, or if there's, I mean, we said the Kardashians as a whole, just all their names are kind of ridiculous, but uh, what do you think? So, I have, like, a different ish name it's like a last name i guess i don't know my parents thought it was like cool my grandma wanted me to have an irish last name which i do not so they gave me an irish first name which is just an irish last name anyway i think it's kind of like inappropriate to name your child something that isn't a name in any aspect like stormy with an i i guess <laughs> kind of cute when she's little but when she grows up and has to be like hi my name is like stormy webster that's a little bit embarrassing and then Courtney named her kids normal things and then saw that her sisters weren't doing it and like just switched it up named one I think rain like like to rule that type of rain oh god I don't I don't see the point in it but celebrity names are kind of entertaining if anything I, I guess it's just because they think it's going to garner them do we think it's like a press move to name your kids something crazy like that has to be right <clears throat> or is it just like I'm very creative and cool and i live in beverly hills and you just I wouldn't understand man yeah i just think there's no one telling them no you don't that's need also to true that. yeah it also gives a reason for the kids to be relevant like because you have no reason to give a shit about anyone's kid and like maybe like all right will smith's kids they like are they're actually famous and they do stuff but like there's no reason why you need to care about you know stormy kardashian or whatever the hell her name is cause she's like three years old and doesn't do anything um, so you, you gotta the names. Well, help you expect her to have a job right now? Yeah, she, <laughs> she might grow up one day to whip her hair back and forth. <laughs> no, but what, what I'm saying is like what I'm saying is that there's no way to keep them relevant. And the whole brand of the Kardashians is they don't actually do anything. They're just relevant for being themselves. Like I don't know, you guess you can't expect a little kid to be all that interesting. Like they're not ha- True. like they're not like doing crazy and controversial shit every day. They're like, Oh, I crap myself. Like that's not all that (laughs) exciting. (laughs) Yeah. I guess that's fair. That's, it's just a way to control the narrative about yourself and like keep things 
on you keep the oh. tweets coming and the mentions yeah. and the likes and shit yeah oh what an unfortunate reality that is isn't it again your whole mantra is giving celebrities kind of the uh you know the, the talking to that they deserve but do you think there's any celebrities that have gotten a lot of flack or something that didn't necessarily deserve it like maybe one in particular that you know got a lot of even and that's necessarily on tiktok but like is there one celebrity that you've seen that like got a lot of crap from like people that it wasn't really deserved um i don't i'd have to think about that i don't really know do you have an example like what are you are you hinting at something? No, I'm not hinting at anything. I'm just, I, I usually feel like a lot of people. Dan knows nothing about TikTok. Nothing. <laughs> wait, actually, we know this, but. Wait, I feel like Mike might have actually have a celebrity. Holy yeah. shit. No, isn't it like um, oh, recently, no. wasn't it Hillary Duff was dragged in the media because people thought that she was like, not abusing, but she was like tra- child trafficking. Oh, no, yeah. I heard Yeah, I that. saw that. That was actually crazy. <laughs> Yeah, what the fuck was that? She's like, she's like the only well-adjusted post-Disney star who's like married, has children, is a fairly effective mother. Like, and everyone was like, she's a human trafficker. Like, wait, what? What, what is what? this of human trafficking? I am curious because I'm a personal big fan of Lizzie McGuire and of the Duff. Of the Duff. Uh, Cadet Kelly, another absolute classic. Oh, what happened? What crazy good. I'm allegation that she was human trafficking her own son which was just weird <laughs> I, don't, I honestly didn't reach much into it because like it, it was too wild it was she too has, far gone. she needs the money it was so no, it was much. so ridiculous though that she literally had to come out and be like guys people were just really fucking bored and they made this shit up and everyone was like yeah that makes sense like it was just so ridiculous so okay so here's what happens she had she's 32 she had an Instagram story showing several family photos taped to a wall in her home. In the video, she is heard saying someone on Instagram pointed out that there were nude of him, which I did. So I covered that up with a sticker referring to the photo of her eight-year-old son, Luca. Everyone's bored as fuck right now. Uh, yeah, she goes, everyone's bored as fuck right now, but I know this is actually disgusting. Somebody's just spreading that she's like taping photos of her children up on the wall because it's like how she human traffics them. So it was started by QAnon, it looks like, which makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I can't think of anything specific. Although I will say that I'm not like necessarily probably the best person to ask about that because I think that um, like letting anyone get that famous is a bit ridiculous, to be frank. Um, I don't really see the point in idolizing a random person who the rest of us have decided is like- Arbitrarily famous. Yeah. Well, I think it's another thing like because it's one thing to be like a famous comedian. It's another thing to be like a really talented musician. It's an entirely different thing to have gotten plowed from behind by Ray (laughs) J and now have your entire family be billionaires. Wait, let's be honest. It was the blowjob that really sealed that career. I think it probably was the blowjob. The rest of that sex tape is lackluster. Even the the blowjob wasn't. <laughs> so basically, we're telling you that you're terrible at everything, and that there's no reason your family should be famous. Uh, her, fa- her, da- her father was famous. Oh, guys, you're getting this wrong. Kylie is a self-made billionaire. So <laughs> that was my favorite <laughs> Forbes she's, cover. She's of an entrepreneur. Time. She's a CEO. She's the f- CEO. Yeah, I'm sure she doesn't even understand the word cash flow. 
Kylie's body isn't even self-made. I don't, I don't, you can't expect me to think that her Facts. fucking network is. What is that? <laughs> Facts. 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 Drag everybody. Fuck it. It's quarantine. So no, I think I, I, I. Oh no! Continue, Michael. No, I had one last question. Um, I know Do we've it. been going for a little while, but so Macklin, you've like exploded on the TikTok scene, which is an up and coming thing. So you like the literally you are you got it at the ground floor, and this is only going up from here. Have you? Like, I know that the celebrity thing is your niche, but, like, have you thought about maybe expanding into any of the other either ongoing TikTok trends, or is there some new big TikTok trend that might be coming up that, like, the TikTok celebrity insiders that, like, like you would have more privy to? Um, so I was, I guess, like, got, like, famous on TikTok in this whole, like, wave of people who are just doing, um, like, selfie-style talk to the camera. So I think that's where it's going. Um, I know people do vlogs on TikTok and I know that dances are like a huge part of TikTok. So I think that's there to stay. I think it's going to be a lot more people like narrating their thoughts to the camera. I think that's next for TikTok. Okay. I like that. Well, it it moves away from like you alluded to like dancing is such a big thing. And that was really for me, um, the understanding I had of it was that you go on, you see people. I'm going to be curious to see over the next couple months if it like moves away from that. More of a, sorry, more of like what you said, like more like um, like selfie style videos and, and stuff like that, where it's more like a, almost a YouTube or Instagram type thing as well. I don't know. It's possible. I think what's kind of cool about TikTok is, and this is, I'm not saying that this is me in any capacity, is that it's actually creating like pretty famous individuals. Like you have, again, like a lot of the dancers are like legit famous people. They're like verified on Instagram and they can't go anywhere without getting recognized. So I think that's pretty interesting that an app that is like relatively new, I mean, I think it gained most of its traction because when everyone got locked in their house um, is creating kind of like famous people. I don't know, I think it's interesting, but yeah, it could go anywhere really. That is the cool thing about the uh, yeah. app like that. It's, it's new, it's fresh, doesn't really have an exact direction yet. So it can kind of go with any type right. of well, I think certainly excited to see where things go. We'll certainly be following you, maybe have you on again if we feel like there's a little bit more sure. gossip or people that we can dump on for yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Um, but where should all of our listeners follow you? Where can they find you? Tell us everything. Um, I am on TikTok and Instagram at M4CKLIN. It's Macklin, but the A is a four. And- <laughs> that's where i am everything else is linked there well we we love it we had a very good time discussing and you teaching all of my 95 year old co-hosts about tiktok (laughs) work and it has certainly been a good time and everyone should go watch his videos they're hysterical we'll have more in our social and yeah thanks very much when I download this and I get fired from my job for being not productive, I'm coming after you, Macklin. <laughs> <laughs> so that'll do it for our interview with Macklin. Obviously, our thanks to him for coming on the show and gracing us with his comedic genius when it comes to celebrities. So glad to have him on and comment on a lot of topical things that have been happening in the celebrity world. But I'm interested to hear all your thoughts. TikTok is still something that's new for me, something that I'm still learning as I go. And I'm curious to hear if you guys have a new perspective on TikTok after speaking with Macklin about his experience and then what he does or, or what your kind of thoughts are uh, on the interview as a whole. So let's start with, uh, with Mike. What does Mike think about everything? 
All right, so to reiterate, not Macklemore. But uh, <laughs> honestly, TikTok is a new and exciting thing. I'm still like, – I've been looking at it in the App Store. I've went from putting it in the search bar on the left swipe tab of my iPhone to now actually going to the App Store and reading the reviews. Uh, much to a shout out to Pat's current background, which is a meme of I love democracy and TikTok being the least rated of the social media apps. Um, I think he did definitely did a hard sell. I, I like what he's doing. I wish there was a lot more of what he was doing out there and less of people dancing like wacky, waving inflatable arm flailing tube men. But um, honestly, very fun interview. I uh, would love to have him on again or uh, just to like do a little roast with him with somebody else. I'm sure we can arrange that. I'm sure he would enjoy it. Oh, yes. And now that the country's starting to slowly reopen, I'm sure we'll be seeing more celebrities getting into to trouble and more reason for Macklin to make these videos and, and join us on the pod. So definitely have him on again, for sure. Now I want to hear from Pat. Any thoughts you had on, on the interview or even on TikTok in general? Clearly seems like you're, uh, your meme suggests you're not a fan of the app. It's just, a, listen, if we're going to combine memes into popular culture and apps, most memes are, I think, in general, pretty negative and skeptical of things. But um, I think overall, it was a very good interview. I have definitely learned a little bit more about the app myself um, because I think uh, I, I was once a staunch defender of, of Vine and everything it brought to the table. But uh, there are some key differences. And I think people who are famous on uh, on TikTok are famous for different reasons than some of the Vine stars were. So I think it's also important to note. Okay, Boomer. Well, yeah, it brings up a good point. It's a totally different medium. Uh, I had the same idea as you, Pat, that coming in, TikTok was just like Vine 2.0. And I think Macklin really opened my eyes to the fact that it is a very different type of experience. Uh, whereas, you know, again, my also perception was that it was just dance videos, but to see things like uh, videos that Macklin makes, makes it you know, more plausible that I may download it someday. So we'll have to see. But I want to hear from Carl as well. Carl, any thoughts on, again, TikTok or anything that Macklin said? Well, it was good to get more information and uh, some insight on, like, why TikTok is blowing up right now. Um, comparing Vine and TikTok, I think, like, I prefer TikTok a little bit better just because of the time frame. Um, and as I mentioned before, I only downloaded it because my little sisters, uh, they would always send me, like, all this shit. So... I got to thank them for getting me lost in countless videos and wasting so much time on TikTok. But yeah. You know, it's funny, Carl. I was actually expecting, you know, we're, we're recording this a few days after we had our interview with Macklin, but I was expecting that in the aftermath that you would have sent us hundreds of TikTok videos now that we've all been more exposed to it. But you've, you've been pretty tame about it. Yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to like stay away from it because I know like it'll, it'll ruin my uh, career because of like all the time I waste but yeah I don't want to like bombard you guys with funny fucking TikToks it's like a wormhole it gets to the point where you get close enough you just get sucked in yeah like once you're in like there goes two hours before you blink like yeah literally just it's over <laughs> well last I want to hear from Kyle because obviously Kyle you're the reason that the whole Macklin interview happened in the first place so want to hear your thoughts on stuff he said and and your you know, final perception of TikTok now that we've had this conversation with Macklin? Um, so I think I had a little bit different view going in just because I, I knew Macklin and, and had been watching his videos. I have some other friends too that are, that are on TikTok uh, and we've had sort of like one or two videos blow up here and there, but no one like on the scale of Macklin previously. 
it's really funny to me to look through TikTok and really see the differences. Sometimes you got people dancing, you have people making really like funny, ironic videos. And then, like I said, what I like is just reading celebrities for filth. Um, so I think we're going to have to have Macklin back. I think once the country's a little more open and we have people sort of going out and about and celebrities free to make asses of themselves once more, uh, that we will absolutely need to <clears throat> just make a list of people and just destroy them with Macklin on the episode. So we're looking at you, Hillary Duff. Because <laughs> apparently, I don't know, yeah, who knows about that. But uh, either way, once again, thank you very much to Macklin. Everyone should follow him on TikTok. Uh, we'll have his uh, bio, his username for all socials linked in the episode description, and it'll be linked on our socials as well. Throw him a follow. He will re- really appreciate it, and it will brighten your day. Yes, that is absolutely the truth. I found myself going and looking at videos that we didn't even discuss on the podcast, and I found myself laughing. So Macklin's a very funny guy. Really good quality videos. Um, so to Kyle's point, definitely give him a follow. Uh, he is on Instagram and TikTok at M4CKLIN. So the four replaces the A in his name. So easy way to find him. And then uh. as he said, all of the other socials are linked uh, from there. So you can follow him on all of those. And that will do it for this episode and this interview with Macklin. So thanks again to him. Thanks again to all you guys for your spirited participation in the conversation. And we'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace out. Sponsor my OnlyFans. Also, I started a GoFundMe for shit quattros for Pat and Carl.